0: Namotasa bhagavato rahato sammah, sambhudasa namotasa bhagavato arhato sammah, sambhudasa namotasa bhagavato rahato sammah, sambhudasa bhutam sangham namasami. <coughs> So, the fullest way, the best way to uh, develop uh, is is in human company, you know, so rather just from a book or an internet course or something like that which you can do, which offers certain advantages, you know, you can open the book when you want. You can shut it when you want. Yeah. Human teachers, you, you can't shut them up when you want. <laughs> <laughs> they don't always open up when you want. <laughs> but uh, you yeah, know, same thing with uh, retreatments. You know, as a teacher, yeah, no, you know, you can say, Sometimes you feel the same, 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 because something wasn't quite. Listening or attentive, or at that time it wasn't getting in, you know. So, but then you're teaching human beings, and human beings are teaching human beings, and the fundamental um, quality that has to arise in any you know relationship such as that is one of respect. Uh, and so, we often our bhava and here is is. you know, it's punctuated by gestures of respect to the Buddha, to the teacher you know Um, respect, respect for the place, respect for the uh, lodgings and so forth, but sort of the formal acts of respect which at first can seem perhaps just like you know, gestures that are quite polite or cultural but they're there to remind us of a particular Um, quality Mm. and respect means we uh, we allow something to be as it is so you certainly can respect people more fully when you realise well if they let them be as they are they're not going to attack me (laughs) you know they're safe and they're generally friendly if they're not always exactly what I want but at least they're not you know, malevolent, or deceitful, so you, you can deepen your respect, you know? so it's not a matter as much of praising someone or feeling lesser than someone, it's just feeling a sense in which the relational space, the relationship has more space in it to allow one to, you know, allow another person to be as they are and then you feel that's okay you know, I feel comfortable with that, I can, and I can listen more deeply because my mind is not craving for something, expecting something out of, them, wanting to be a certain way. Give me the goods, um, or frightened or nervous. So it's a friendly, open quality, and as you develop that, you know, the art sense is also developing this towards your body mind. So, you know, all these heart intentions and attitudes are sp- supposed to be holistic. That means I'm included in that. So, if I'm cultivating goodwill, it has to include me, otherwise it's not really a proper thing. It has to be just an atmosphere of goodwill that covers everything. Yeah, you know, my thoughts, my sense of you, and all of that and so in a sense of respect also as you develop it you kind of open up that quality and then you know embrace, include and respect is actually the, the first quality that we want to establish towards other people and to see how it goes because some people you can't respect them very much because they're just too Crazy, or, or um, you don't feel safe or trust them because their actions are not pure. Um, but so, it, it, you have a chance to be with people who are reliable, trustworthy, uh, and your sense of respect is able to deepen and open up and then include yourself in it because you don't have to be on guard. You don't not ask to create anything or come up to performance or make anything happen. You can be as miserable as you like, yeah. that's alright. Um, you know. If it, so sometimes it's like that, you retreat, you just go through being miserable and sick and nasty, and it's just all this stuff, is just sweating out, it's just boiling it off, all this. Past karma, and the end of it, you feel really, you feel a lot cleaner, and you feel grateful. And say, so, yeah, you have a good retreat. Oh yeah, I was miserable for eight and a half days. <laughs> really good retreat. Really got through a lot of stuff there. Painful, miserable, uh, and just stop fighting and struggling, trying to make myself happy and cheerful and comfortable, and just just let it be as it is. Yeah. And then finally, as I did that, finally the mind came into focus That's what I needed to uh, just accept to be present And then finally it kind of settled into quality of serenity, equanimity, goodwill Okay, look after yourself, take care, yeah. go carefully and That's something great to learn you know, you come to a retreat, where you start a retreat, thinking you've got to get this thing going, and get you know. It's like going to an old car, and you start switch the switch, and the engine doesn't turn. You pump it again, and you get out, and you kick the tires. When is this thing going to work? And you get annoyed with it. So whenever, a machine, you know, whenever that happens, those things happen to me with machines, I just start, pausing, I start just cleaning them up and tidying them and developing goodwill towards them. And I feel a lot better. And sometimes just that quality of care you say, oh that's the little piece that needs attention. The machine can't speak, it's my care it has to look into it. That's the reason why it's like that, mm-hmm. rather than being in a hurry to get it going. <clears throat> so, from this uh, sense of respect, then care, affection, humour, um, and and flexibility of mind occur. I mean, you're not expecting yourself, your mind, your body, other people, to be how you want them to be, but just be as it is. Mm-hmm. And naturally, that is dependent upon other people living in a way that is not abusive, um, is honest, is straightforward. Mm-hmm. So, the more that we cultivate this respect for the conventions here, the times, the places, the, the standards we're keeping, and each other's presence, you know, moving around quietly. Um, you know, looking at cooperatively and just settling into that, then this quality, a kind of quiet happiness arises where we weren't expecting it. Same thing in your body. You know. You maintain a sense of well it's a body's like this. You know, it's hard working. It's always working. Digesting, heating you up, keeping your temperature approximately level, yeah, you know, cleaning things, digesting things, breathing in and out its always working away, and it's mar- a marvelous system. <coughs> and if you treat it with respect, then it starts to settle on your Energy settle you feel more comfortable, and it begins to feel strangely happy, even though it's maybe not physically great pleasant comfortable there's a happiness within it which is the the inner sense the inner quality of the body you know, the inner quality of the body which is to do with what's called the proprioceptive sense so the sense the body has that we it, it seeks harmony <coughs> and uh, it's not just the um, a machine, that you can make work, fix, tidy up, get the latest style, you know, get fed up with this old body like to have a younger one. <laughs> that's not appropriate, it's like this. But within that, there's an intelligence and an energy that gives presence, attentiveness, and that starts to feel kind of quietly happy because it's safe from you. <laughs> Constantly complaining about it, you yeah. not taking, not not being grateful for the work it does, you yeah. treating it like some kind of machine that you expect to work all day long and never need any care or you want to get super fit so it looks good you know, preen it, look at the outside surface which your body doesn't care about what it looks like cares about what it feels like you know this is the subjective experience one of the Basis of right uh, of Sammasankappa, right motivation, right intention, is to you know get into the subjective, which means not what I what I can do with this thing as an object, what I can make of this thing, this person, this mind, this body, these people, what I can make them into, so they they look okay to me on you know, as objects. A kind of feeling how it feels settled in itself. Sick body is like this. It's sick. It doesn't want to be sick. It's not doing it to annoy you. <laughs> so you're getting grumpy about it and miserable about it. it. Doesn't help at all. If it's sick body, then what's needed is this is being sick. It can't put forth the energy can't do the efforts, it can't come up with uh, nice clear mind states, um, it can't produce good Vedana, good feeling, uh, it, it, it can't. it can't stay awake as long as it used to, it's sick, therefore you stand back from that, this is a sick body, what's needed. This is an old body. Old bodies are like this. Stiff. Yeah? They all stiffen. They go slower. Yeah? They need support. They don't feel, they're not so steady on their feet. Not so strong as they used to be. Brains don't work so quick. This is an old body. Still doing all it can. To And uh, you step back from that, respect it. Quality of care, goodwill, gratitude occurs. So you this possibility to arrive at a happier, comfortable place. If you respect things, deal it with respect. It doesn't mean you praise it or think it's better than you, but just you give it space to be how it is, and you step back. You listen up, and then, my sense, this always brings rise gives rise to some quality, some resonance in the heart, sympathy, gratitude, compassion, joy. When it's things, when it's feeling healthy, we don't take good health for granted. Something that's normal and my right and I should be all the time. We think it's quite marvellous, really, and that we can st- stay alive so much longer than most other creatures. Mm-hmm. And, what, you know, and then, really, getting that sense. You know, it, it, we're not objects. The difference between the object. Objects are always subject to greed, hatred, and delusion. And greed is a strong word, but it, but it really impl- it means this, this attitude of more. Given this, I'd like more. <laughs> you know? And the, the gift is not acknowledged. The gift is seen as normal, my right, this is what I am, I want more. That's the greed quality. It could be more pleasure, more knowledge, more happiness, whatever, you know. I want more. More knowledge, more understanding. So we get this more samadhi, more, 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 more. And we haven't even really received respectfully the gift that's been given. It's a kind of, it's a, it's a thief actually. Greed. You claim what wasn't yours as yours, and you want more. <laughs> so this is a, a, a quality of ignorance. Greed. Obviously the opposite is aversion. Aversion, don't want that one, don't want that one. It shouldn't enter my experience. This should not enter my experience. Well, who said experience was yours in the first place? Mm -hmm. This shouldn't happen to me, why not? (laughs) It can be external things, and it's not necessarily uh, expressed, but there's a sense of resistance. Resistance. Resentment, feeling unhappy, because I'm not getting the good that I could have. No, aversion. I'm not getting what I need, I'm not getting what I deserve, not getting the good that there could be for me. Well, it could get a lot worse, you know. <laughs> But well, that's the nature of um, seeing things as objects, they become subject to uh craving. Yeah. Uh, and of course these, we have so many objects, houses, cars, phones, mobile phones. As soon as you've got one, the new model comes out It's better than this old cranky old thing that was wonderful two years ago. And you feel I, I need, I deserve the update, because this old cranky old thing two years old look out of date, wrong style. Yeah. So you just get into this object thing. it's not fast enough yeah. Yeah, So one of the teaching phrases of Lumpur Cha, one of the main mottos, if you like, of what Ba Pong was, you know, what taught, which means something like patiently bear with, patiently bear with experience as it happens, which could be hot, and you have to wait, you know, maybe three months before it cools down, just bear with it, three months, bear with a hot heat, you know, bear with malaria, Getting sick, bear with that. You know, it can last for weeks, feeling completely horrible. Bear with it. Bear with it. Not enough food, or food that's really hard to eat, very strong, fiery, pungent, sour taste. You know, bear with it. And uh, or the absence of things: no sugar, no sweet drinks or torn, bear with it. And once a week, once a fortnight, you get a sweet drink and you get really excited. <coughs> bear with the bear with the passion of your mind, which makes you feel ashamed of yourself. Just bear with it, bear with the inability to let go, which makes you feel like a failure. Bear with it, be patient. Not just a uh, hard patient, but soft patient, there's a the hardness to it, resilience, and then you're soft and you're open to the, the uncomfortable, the disappointing, the annoying people you live with. Yeah. It's not just defending yourself, it's opening up and feeling the painfulness. Let yourself feel the painfulness. And rather than a complaining, fighting mind, something tender, and compassionate comes up, something starts to look after you. Something starts to look after you. Something holds your heart, soothes you. This is involuntary response. That's what we're capable of. Human beings are capable of this. Definitely. You know, Sometimes the best comes out when people are in difficulties. Yeah, you have an earthquake, people's houses are smashed up, and everybody starts gathering round, giving them food and blankets and taking them in and it's compassion. And they feel grateful and loved. The community, that's what community is is heart. And you realise when everything else goes, yeah, that's where you're strength is, and it is strong, because for all of us our houses will fall down. Our houses are our bodies, they will fall down. There will be earthquakes, we will lose bits of it. Yeah. No doubt. And so, this sense of, you know, that which opens the heart into compassion, goodwill, kindness, equanimity, that is, a, that is a refuge, and the, that's subjective, it happens by itself. You can't say, I want one of these, I want more compassion. I should be more compassionate. Why am I not a compassionate person? Where do I get the compassion pill from? Do I pray to somebody and get more compassionate? No, you just suffer, <laughs> with respect and non-blaming. And struggling struggling, just open up, and then, yeah. So this quality, of patience, patient bearing with, is not to be hard and tough, but to create a foundation in you. Waiting for something to open. Mm-hmm. And of course, this is this is the, the strength of human beings, and it gets lost the more we have these. You know, we're able to control our lives, so we don't have to open heart. Therefore, it doesn't switch something on instead. Nowadays, impatient endurance is having a slow internet connection. That's about it. (laughs) You know, it took five minutes to download my (coughs) emails. Doesn't work fast enough. (laughs) Get the engineer in. (laughs) You know, you whirl along a highway at 100 kilometers, 150 kilometers an hour, try walking it. You know, step, 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 step. Eventually, you give up the idea of getting anywhere and just walk. And for sure, if you walk, you get there. And so I've, you know, that's the subjective and then meanwhile the heart is there and you're adjusting and you're taking time to take a rest, take a break, Yeah. okay now it's time to get up move along. And this, so I found really, you know, walking, long distance walking, very helpful practice. You know, because you start you figure it out on the map, on the map it's really easy, I need to move your finger six centimeters you're there already and then you can plan the names of this place that place there and and then there it is and you have this idea in your mind then you have to get out and walk And you walk and you've got this idea i'll get to there by 10 o'clock i'll get there by meal time i'll get there so so i can get arms food i'll get there so so i can get the food i can't eat unless i get to the village so i've got to get Do these 15 kilometers to get there. You think this is suffering. Walk and you'll get somewhere. And more important, you'll be where you are, whether there's whatever's happening. Where you are, you'll deal with it. No food, you'll deal with it. Yeah? Because you're you're fully there. And so this straining, straining destination fever. Mm. And so this is very much the case with um, Dhamma practice. Mm. Rather than trying to get there, get to the end, get the system going, the right system. And you notice how the same kind of Mentality starts to occur. This thing doesn't work. Try harder. It still doesn't work. Try harder. It's not... I don't feel... Must be something wrong with me. Well, a quick, do a quick critical assessment of yourself. Uh, must be lazy, stupid, ignorant, bad karma. Okay, ritual abasement and punishment get back to work, work at it, try harder, you know, the thing doesn't work, it's supposed to work, work for him, I hope it doesn't work for me, <laughs> this is the object, isn't it, so it's like operating a machine, give it a kick, hmm? <laughs> get annoyed, feel frustrated with yourself, or well, you just start to, okay, here we are, not going anywhere, look at this, take it apart, clean it up, how is this? You know, how is this? Respect. And then, you know, beautifully, mm-hmm. you know, in you know, this uncomfortable, agitated system, starts to. some inner warmth arises, humour, friendliness arises. And strangely enough, things settle down. Because we're dealing with a living system. Not a machine, not a structure, not an idea, but a living system that responds to goodwill. And the goodwill isn't something that you say, okay, find some goodwill from somewhere, hmm, what do you think, how do I do goodwill practice, yeah, okay, may you be well, okay, get on with it, you've had goodwill pill. It doesn't work. Well, maybe give it another one. Maybe well, maybe well. Two goodwill pills. <laughs> no, it doesn't work. How about a Karuna pill? I'm sorry for you. There you go. <laughs> it didn't work either. <laughs> uh, because it's not coming kind of spontaneously as a response to what's happening and it's a living system, you're not a slot machine so, you know, it's pausing pausing checking yourself if this thing doesn't work at all, it's completely seized up and useless. nothing's gonna work. Just be here and let go of the frustration, calm, you know, experience the frustration, disappointment, wasted my time. completely useless. And see what comes up. and you feel a little bit more, doesn't matter. Really, you know, In the big picture of things, doesn't really matter. And the quality change occurs because we stop pushing, forcing, expecting, trying to find something, and become to relate with respect, and then suddenly things start shifting, changing, moving so it's it's important to just bear this in mind because increasingly our world is one of objects where you learn particular um, behavior go through the motions, switch the thing on, get it going, you've read the instructions, it should work doesn't work, find somebody else, tell them what, you know. And even other human beings. I've said hello, how are you, nice to see you. I've said these conventional phrases, uh, now we're okay. No, you should just, you're just not an object. Mm-hmm. And so increasingly, in the way we relate to other human beings is you know, you're not supposed to fix this. Or the cook or the mechanic or the get this working so you relate to them just as an object it's going to make you better even teachers okay give me a talk okay shut up right record that okay next one didn't think much of him what about her go to another retreat another teacher speak teacher say something <laughs> say something wonderful inspire me gladden me encourage me interest me yeah and so <laughs> And <laughs> yeah, well, he didn't work very well for me, so I'll get another one. You yeah, know never respected anything. <laughs> yeah, there's another human being here. Mm. So in this this uh, true mandala practice, uh, beauty of it is, this is uh, teacher is um, monk mendicant, which means that means you... You have to look after it, you know. Personally, you know, I don't really need that much, and um, I'm fine. But that attitude, so offering arms, food, just remembering this is another human being with who knows their body pains and their things they've been have to think about, remember. It's not just sort of feeling sorry, but just acknowledging we're a human environment here. And other retreatants, you know, she also has pains and joys and problems and things I don't know about. A sense of mutual respect. And then we, even without changing anything, we get a lot more space because people are not just those irritating things that move around outside me. Yeah. And then the quality of heart opens and it's something just can rest and relax because we've entered this subjective world where by itself, by itself, the nature of it by itself, the nature of it is heart. Arise, its heart opens, and we feel humbled, grateful, quiet, sensitive, respectful. We include everything in that. You know, one of the qualities of Samasankapa is the absence of called, cruelty. Cruelty is another very strong word, but. Um, Cruelty means something is just an object, you can do what you like with it. And there's there's the, This is cruelty. It starts with just seeing something as an object that you can like or dislike. And we do this to animals, of course. We do this to other people, people you create as other, nationality, gender, ethnicities, you know, although those people And as soon as it's them, you know, then the loss of subjectivity, the loss of sensitivity, then the indifference is the first state. We don't sense them, we sense them purely as that which we see and have an opinion about, or wish or don't want, wish or don't want, greed, hatred, delusion. So, you know, and then even to yourself, a sense of indifference, it's subtle. It's not particularly cruel, it's just indifferent. And if you live in a a situation whereby your behaviours are object dominated, which could be a physical object, machine, gadget, device, It could be something like a project, an idea, you know, development project. It's a it's an object. It's something you can you know. It doesn't feel anything. Yeah. Business project, engineering project doesn't feel anything. It's, It's a thing that you have to do. It doesn't talk back to you. It doesn't care for you the more your behaviours get trained in that, and I think for many people this is what is the case they spend time with the project and with the device business, business, business and you know, it's not necessarily hateful, it's just emotionally indifferent because there's nothing there to respond to you There's no mutuality in it, the machine doesn't look at you and get happy, or sad. And, you know, the thing is, you, you, you train the mind, it goes the way, the dominant way that you use it. So if you're using your mind, your attention, in that way, like, 16, 15 hours a day <laughs> you know, 5 days a week or however it is I don't know the more you use it in that way that more that way is given esteem value this is the best you're really doing good you know and it starts to be so that you are also becoming an object that is the fact that you can keep going from dawn to dusk, maintaining a high standard is good. You've turned into a machine. We really like that. Here's some more wages, <laughs> and you never ask for a break. And you never ask for right. Even better, you know, more wages, more praise. Really successful person. You become a great. We'll promote you. Yeah, to be a manager. Engineer, you know, development, chairman, whatever, because you've become a complete machine, a system that runs unfailingly from dawn to dusk and beyond, seeks overtime, extra time. I'm so convinced about being a machine, I want to continue doing it even when I don't have to, or really good. Yeah. The moment that, that, that you get, you're convinced or hypnotized by that, that you should be like that. That's the best way to be to perform. You train your whether you realise it or not, your mind is getting trained in a particular way. Yeah, and the dominant way which you train your mind, <laughs> get it? That still dominates. This means this becomes your abiding place. We are heirs through karma. Born about karma, heirs to karma, and then naturally, do you, you know? You relate to you if you can even feel yourself anymore. You know, I think something that uh, strikes me is, uh, on occasions, I'm talking to people. What do you feel? Feel? Okay. No how is it? Well, my mind won't concentrate. Yeah, but how is it? Well my mind doesn't I feel my mind doesn't settle down yeah, but how is it? How do you feel? Well I wish I could could you tell me how to get no no, how do you feel? Okay. Don't sound okay to me. Hmm. Oh you see, you know, people kind of brushing a tear out of their eye and say how do you feel? Okay, well look you're just crying aren't you? (laughs) Don't feel it. Naturally you know one hears a lot of uh, stories, people's lives some of it you know some of you say oh yeah well so how are you yeah, so yeah, I was born so yeah my mother was schizophrenic, my dad was a drunk and mm-hmm, he used to drink a lot and he'd beat us up at night. How do we get into jhana? And you, <laughs> you're just taking in what they've just said. And they've already moved on to uh, and actually paused and taken in what they've even said about themselves and then I'm kind of just it, taking it in and feeling wow, jhana, I mean do you realize what you said? oh yeah, it's alright <laughs> get over it that indifference, the shrugging I don't think we don't get over anything really you either deal with it open to it, release it or you push it aside, then something is lost, some potential is lost. We, hmm? It's not that you have to think about everything, but uh, when you when you're not particularly you know going through the history of your life, which is when you sit down, you're walking, sitting, how are you? Can you not can you not feel anything about that? Do you feel any, not just the physical feeling, but are you glad, interested, curious, happy, disappointed, tense, expecting, nervous, fearful? To take the tone, it seems secondary to you know, getting attention onto the sensation, but the tone of mind this is where samasankapa comes in, right motivation, right beginning mm-hmm. if you don't get the right beginning, you don't approach so actually we're doing things, very simple things, walking, breathing, sitting Declining, standing, yeah. you know. They say, "Well, what's the next bit?" No, if you did that, you wouldn't need to ask the question. <laughs> it naturally opens up. Yeah. So there isn't the next thing, but life continues to unfold and we stay with it when there is uh, this response you know what to respond to and it's heard, things settle down if you're in your body, if things settle down, you feel breathing out breathing in breathing out you feel relieved at ease, body begins to relax because the heart it is at ease the body internally relaxes when the body internally relaxes the mind gets happy comfortable, gives up the here and there, future and past me and you, this and that And then this is, um, unification. So as you're practicing today uh, really it, it does uh, you know you don't I don't think you really uh, meditation doesn't develop without something systematic but the systematic process is the eightfold path it's not a meditation technique it's the eightfold path and what is the theme of the eightfold path? Mm. One seeks freedom from the burden, freedom from the pressure. Mm. One seeks to enter the citta, to open the heart. Mm. One seeks to liberate the heart from confusion, ignorance, dullness, mm. aversion, greed. How is this done? right? Right view, right attitude, right thought, right action. You know, you make this isn't about just the external things. Sure, how you operate externally is a support for how you operate internally, but really, you know, this is get the theme and uh, once you begin to know this then the benefits of the eightfold path extend you you sense them you get a feeling for it it's not just some Buddhist ideology you feel it you live it and then you know circumstances change then you, you, you it goes on it continues and you this is the way for true development so it's not just stop, go, stop, go get a break, then back to the treadmill get a break, get back to the treadmill you know, it's actually cultivating the, the, the way out of suffering and knowing how it happens and knowing how to prevent it Any more